Some of you could, uh, you might have said, you know, I don't know the person. This is kind of going long, whatever, like that. Jane knew every one of them, and they loved her to death and all that. The reality is we could have done that all day long, okay? We could have got people from all over the country uh, to say their words and their encouragement to you, Jane. Um, the thing is this. So in a worship service, we're trying to worship God, but we're also trying to celebrate you. And so the reality for all of us is this, is that we need to see this as a modeling situation, Okay? Paul does this a lot. He says even things like, be like me. What an incredible thing to say someone. Jane would never do that. But the reality for Jane is she's done that with all of us. Because she's lived a life impeccable uh, and worthy of the integrity that she's lived and taught us those same things. And so, Jane, that's what I want to encourage you today to see that, yes, it's retirement and it's all that. The good news is she's not leaving like, I know where they live, you know what I mean? Uh, so we can just go bug them all the time. Um, but the reality is um, this season of ministry is uh, wrapped up. God's wrapping this up. Your ministry's not over. Um, Jane, I just want to encourage you. She said to me something that we kind of told her, kind of what we were doing, tried to not let all the cats out of the bag and all that. And she said, she said that's how I want my funeral. And I said, wait, 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 nobody's dying here. She said, I just want to party. I said, okay, we'll take care of that later. That's not today, right? Today is the fact that this church loves you, okay? Not only that, but the fact that God called you and he qualified you and he created a monster in you, okay? Because really, seriously, I don't think, Dr. Hallmark, there's anything she can't do, okay? She might have even taught from the stage, and, and, you know, we'd have got away with it, I guess. But, but she really does so much for us. As a matter of fact, when I started here, I remember um, being a young pastor and wanting and needing that, you know, like the authority and the thing, and like, I'm going to become this great counselor, pastor, and all these things. And people would say, is Jane here? I'm like, what am I, chopped liver? You know? And I'm serious, it was at least a year or a year and a half, 12 to 18 months before people would even start coming to council with me because they had to have their Jane time, right? And I realized soon that I needed my Jane time too, right? I needed the, the wisdom, I needed the conversation, I needed the counsel and all those things that I got from her. And um, to be quite honest, I knew the first day that I talked to her that God had great things in store. Um, Terry Mullins from the search committee for me ten, over 10 years ago now uh, said, hey, I want you to talk to Jane. And y'all, I'm just going to be honest. The hair on my neck stood up because I thought, oh my goodness, who's Jane? And I told Pam, I said, Jane's either going to be the person that I don't like the most or she's going to be the person I like the most. And you know which one it turned out to be. I talked to her, I knew on the very first time we talked, I think it was three hours we talked on the phone. And I just knew, I said, this woman is incredible. God has done amazing things here. And Jane, we're so thankful. I want to do this. I want to challenge our whole church to turn to Proverbs 31. Now, you know these words, and you know this thought about, about the wife of noble character, of honor, and all of those things. But I want you to see a life well lived in ministry, okay? 
because each one of us have the same calling that Jane has. Now, I'm not talking about the specific calling to serve the body of Christ in the way that she did, but we all have the calling to serve the Lord. Amen? Okay, that was the weakest, worst amen I've ever heard in my whole life. And I ask you, do you have the calling to serve the Lord? Amen. Thank you. Now, I want you in this passage to see the things that Jane has lived out that you and I can apply to our life, okay? Very important. So we're going to start in verse 25. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Her mouth speaks wisdom and loving instruction on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Amen, right? Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. Father God, it's these few minutes that we unpack this, speak to us and show us those things that we need to step up and step out in ministry in. We praise your name and we thank you for Jane today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want to clear something up and I, and I want to make sure that we're on the same page. You know that I don't do well in the whole political realm and I want you to understand I don't get into the gender conversation and all that stuff. This is not about any of that. This is about a clarity issue that God called somebody to do ministry and they said, here I am, Lord. I will do whatever you tell me to do. Okay, I've seen this woman do some stuff that I literally look at her and go, what are you doing? And you just look back and say, well, somebody's got to do it. Y'all listen to me. If she's retiring, somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to step out, and here's the way to do it. It's so simple, y'all. There's a blueprint right here. Pay attention. Verse 25, strength and honor. Now, here's the thing about this woman that's described here. The strength and honor is not something that she contrives. It's something that she gets because she's connected to the vine. She gets because she's connected to the Lord. This is all about that issue. Are you connected to the Lord? Do you have strength and honor? It's hard to have honor in this world without having Christ. It's hard having true integrity without having a relationship with Jesus. We need to have strength and honor like Jane has. In verse 26, it says, Her mouth speaks wisdom and loving instruction is on her tongue. Do you practice wisdom? Do you practice love? So who remembers in here years ago, this is going to show you my age, right? Who remembers the E.F. Hutton commercial series? If E.F. Hutton says, you know, then you got to do it, right? Then it's the deal. It's the gospel. It's the deal. Well, there's been a few times over the last several years, 10 to be exact, where Jane has said, Pastor Robert, I need to talk to you. 
Anybody ever been called into the principal's office? Anybody? You may not believe this, but that was kind of one thing I got called a lot for. All right, I got called into the principal's office. But when Jane would say, Pastor Robert, I need to talk to you, I felt like I was getting called into the principal's office. It never was to scold me. It never was to be ugly or anything like that. It was always this. Hey, listen, I want to give you a heads up. Hey, I want you to think about it from this direction. Hey, I want you to see it from a historical perspective. Have you thought about this? Do you know what that is? That's called wisdom and loving instructions. That's called understanding that God has gifted you with something and you need to share it before there's a train wreck. And Jane, I want you to know, I appreciate that. Church, I want you to know we can learn from that. It's always okay to avoid the train wreck. But if you don't say something, that train wreck is coming. If you keep it to yourself when you know there's wisdom involved and loving instruction and you don't say anything, get ready for a heartache. Jane, thank you for saying the hard things. Thank you for doing it when nobody else wanted to. In verse 27 and 28, kind of together, she watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. I have literally seen all three of these things take place with with children, husband, all these things. Uh, And the third, in my opinion, is parents and those things. So she's in the middle of the generations around her and she's trying to juggle those things and help and encourage and love and all of those things. And you know what? She's never idle. She doesn't just sit back and say, oh, they'll take care of themselves. They'll do whatever. Y'all listen, God's given a responsibility. I believe family first. And you have to take care of those things within the Lord, right? So that's a good model for us to do. I know, Jane, you and I have talked a lot about this, about just where I am personally and where Pam is personally. And, and we're kind of getting into that world where we're kind of juggling the different generations around us. You've been such a good role model for us. You've been a great image of what we should be like. And so thank you. And I know that I'm not alone by saying that. So church, here's the thing. Make sure that you take care of your people. Make sure that you shine the light of Jesus with your people. Whatever it takes. Don't sit around idle thinking, oh, well, they'll figure it out. Oh, they'll get it. They'll just do whatever. Lend a hand, help out, serve. Do you hear me say that word? Serve. It's one of the biggest strong points we can learn today. In verse 29, many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. You need to understand culturally, this phrase, noble deeds, is, is, is deeds of service. Y'all, you may not believe this or not, but this is true. Jane Barrett slept in this building when, when a, a body was in this room overnight. Okay, now that may creep some people out. Some people might think that's the most wonderful thing, and you just minister to the family and stuff like that. She's better than me. Okay? She's gone way above and beyond, whether it's making baked beans, whether it's sweeping up or locking up or whatever it takes to do whatever. One of the greatest gifts that she has that I've seen her do in service is when someone is in need. Whether it's a a physical need, whether it's an emotional need, 
whether it's just a physical need, that something, something you know, it, in just serving and helping out. But when it comes to an emergency or someone's physical body, their, their, their health and wellness, I've never seen somebody be able to minister in such a way that she does. She's been offered several times, even in front of me, jobs with Chris from the funeral home. And I've said, get out of here. Because she does such a great job. If you don't understand what we're trying to do today, we're certainly not trying to set Jane up above anything that we worship. And we're not trying to worship you today. But we're saying thank you for showing us who to worship with our whole life. Verse 30. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Jane, you've lived that out. Beautiful woman, yes, of course. All of those things. Kenny would agree wholeheartedly. But that's not the point of who she is. And that's never been the point of what she's tried to get across. But in 31 it says, Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. The reason that we would reward her or encourage her or celebrate is on that second line of verse 30 where it says, The fear of the Lord will be praised. The woman that fears the Lord will be praised. And we know, Jane, that you've done that. And we thank you for that. We thank you for modeling the fear of the Lord for us. Today, church, I want to ask you to go out today. And when, when it's not that you're driving around in fear, but it's that you're living in holy reverence and a fear that God is in absolute control and he can do anything he wants to do. And you are his bondservant. Because he prayed, paid a price for you and you are volunteering and you are his and that's all there is to it. And this is what will happen when we do that. When our lives become that, when we walk out and serve and live and love in the fear of the Lord, what happens next? Give her the reward of her labor, that her works praise her at the city gates.